0: Thank you for tuning in to the Once An Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson. Once an athlete, always an athlete. Once An Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. Okay, welcome to this podcast with Once An Athlete. I have Shelby Estacado here.
1: Thanks. (laughs) No, thanks for having having me. me. Yes, Yes, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for being on here. Um, We've been waiting for this moment.
1: Sorry, I'm busy, but no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, No, I appreciate uh, you taking the time, you know, to do this and build this Once An Athlete Foundation, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. Yes, of
0: course. So Shelby played softball at the University of Tulsa. She was in my class. Uh, She was the only one to spend four years with me. She graduated in 2018 with her bachelor's in business administration with a focus in entrepreneurship, also known as family-owned business. She played baseball for the USA Baseball Women's National Team. Um, that was, she started playing while we were in college. So she was doing two sports at once. Um, she's now a T6 paraplegic athlete for the F- High Fives Foundation in Truckee, California, and living in Reno, Nevada. She does CrossFit daily and competitions um, for CrossFit. She does mono skiing, mountain biking, surfing, sled hockey, and more. Um, on top of all that, she works in the medical tech industry for Stryker. So I'm really, really excited
1: to have you on, Shelby. Me too. Wow. <laughs> wow. I listed, listed all my fun facts. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really happy to see you build this uh, Once an Athlete Foundation. Um, there's a lot of people proud of you for doing this, so it's a good start, and I'm uh, just really happy to be a part of it in any way.
0: Well, thank you very much. I hope to turn it into a foundation one day. So Yes.
1: Uh, so...
0: I know that you've played a lot of sports. So, what sports did you play as a kid?
1: Yeah, as a kid, um, super competitive. Shelby, I had two brothers, and you know, we just, that's everything. And um, I played baseball with the boys. I remember t ball and stuff. Like, that was not many people know, but I played baseball growing up till I was about 13. And then, uh, again, basketball was up there. Um, I did lacrosse. I did cross country. Um, I just played literally whatever soccer. I'm not gonna lie, was the only sport I did not play. So I did not know what I was doing on the soccer field. So that's probably why I did not continue with it. But um, after I like once college age hit like 14, I transferred. Um, made that transition over to softball and I also continued with basketball so I played two sports in high school as well at uh, Bishop Gorman in Vegas um, so that was pretty fun and then um, I fell in love with softball and then that's what I wanted to focus on and uh, then I received a scholarship to the University of Tulsa which was very fortunate I was like I told myself I am playing at a D1 school not just any D1 school freaking top badass d1 school with a good business program and i did it and i was super happy but yeah so that's pretty much my i don't know young athletic career where i started (laughs) yeah so
0: you were like primarily baseball and then you made the switch over to softball um was it to get recruited or um was it just what what was the
1: (laughs) yeah like back then like You know, the whole girls playing, like, it was really tough. Like, I couldn't even play on the all-star team growing up, like, because I was a girl. And they would always write in, oh, she might get hurt, so we'll, she can't play, basically. It was stupid stuff like that. And, like, um, when I saw other states, like, when the all-star little league games were, um showing and i was like oh my gosh there's like one girl on this team and one girl it was very small group of girls but they had there were some coaches that actually pulled for the girls and my coaches they did they tried but like that committee they just did not want me to play and what was so bad is like it was just sucked because the last year my age group like before i moved up to juniors for me to play all-stars All they did was look at stats, and they had no tryouts that year. They were just like, let's look at stats and take the top players. I was, like, at the top. I had 700 batting average. Like, I was literally defense player of the year. I was, like, offense. Like, this girl. I was like, oh, my gosh, mom, dad, this is the year I'm going to make it because how can they not take me? Like, I'm great. I'm, like, better than more than half the guys. Like, they have to take me. And then, boom, they shut me down again. And I remember the parents, like, in the whole Low Mountain Little League in Vegas, they're like, we got to, let's, like, take this up and, like, I don't know, sue them and blah. I'm like, my parents were like, "Nah, like, we're not going to, like, deal with all that stuff. like." But I was like, let's try out softball. Like, it wasn't anything bad. It's not like I didn't want to. It's just I literally grew up playing baseball, and that's what I knew. And I knew, like, I, I didn't know, like as a kid I didn't know why I wasn't playing and then as I got older and I talked to my parents about it and like what happened and then my coaches I still keep in touch with them growing up and um they were just telling me like they would always push for me but the committee just wouldn't let girls play I slowly started to figure out why as I got older but making that transition to softball um just playing both sports like I totally love it like They're two completely different sports, but, like, I fell in love with both. And, like you said, I played for the USA Baseball Women's National Team, and I started that in 2016 while I was in college. And I was playing both sports, and I enjoyed both of them. Like, I was happy doing both. And um, just those two experiences, playing at Tulsa at a D1 level and playing USA for your country, two different, like, mindset that mentality like we both have on that team like it's pretty awesome to see but yeah that's that's what that's what I love like baseball and softball were my thing yes
0: that's really awesome and selfishly I'm really really grateful that you made the switch over to softball for a little bit um because then we were able to be teammates
1: I know um
0: so speaking of college yeah speaking of college do you think you would have done a different degree if you weren't a student athlete
1: oh my gosh that is a great question so um <laughs> thank you think so like because i'm not gonna lie like my mom she's been in the medical field she's a pt physical therapist and um an advanced wound care specialist and she is a very intelligent lady like I look up to her every day and she invented a tool that's used in hospitals around the world. So like, I looked up to her as a kid and I was like, maybe I want to pursue that PT or nursing or something in the medical field as like more clinical on the clinical side of things. And, um, I think I probably would have tried to do PT or nursing, um, something along those lines, uh, close to my mom side of things. So, but I stuck with the business side of things. It's just, it's hard to do like nursing and uh, PT. And I'm sure many athletes know this um, while you're a student athlete, because you know, you have to get your hours and your clinicals and all that. So there's a there's a chance I could have gone that route, but I stuck with uh, business. So now I'm in the business side of the medical field. So that worked out. I'm still in the medical field. <laughs> yeah. But it, it always ends up working out. Right? Yeah. It, it's, oh my gosh. Funny. Can I say a funny like thing? No. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So freaking I remember this. This is so funny. Again, if I was not a student athlete, I think I w- we were sitting in the locker room with Coach Jay, like in that ping pong, the ping pong, room, yeah. the ping pong room. Yeah. So we were all sitting down and I think we had some time for practice. And then I just wanted to say, because I was like, I really thought I could. So I was like, Coach you know, if if I wasn't a student athlete, I think I would join the sorority. And he looked at me so weird. And I was like, what? You don't think I can do it? He's like, Shelby, no, no. And I'm like, (laughs) dang it. I was like, you know what? You're right. I, I I don't know. The heels and the dressing, I don't know. But I was like, I think. I think I could could have done it, Coach Jay. But it was so funny the look he gave me. He's like, <laughs> "I cannot see you in a sorority, Coach." I meet Shelby, and okay. I was like, "Okay,
0: Coach Jay, a little judgy. It's okay.
1: <laughs> it's okay. He was right. <laughs> he was
0: right, though. No, he was right. he was right. Imagine us in a
1: sorority. I mean, I can I, Dude, you would be good. I feel like I would be like, "Hi, um, do I have to wear heels today?" <laughs>
0: We can make it work.
1: We could. We'll make an athletic sorority. I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um. So, how did playing competitive sports shape who you are today?
1: Yeah, playing competitive sports, just growing up, and then, you know, playing at the D one level and um, USA. Uh, just being a part of that um, community and that team sports mostly. Um, it definitely, you have your tough, like it, I don't know, it disciplines you, you know, you, you learn how to respect, like you respect your teammates, you respect your coach. Um, You find out like how you can be like a leader in a different way. Like maybe you're good at this part in a part of the game and maybe this person's better at this part in the game, whether it's like in the dugout on the field, batting on the bases, subbing in, like, making sure everyone's, like, got, well, I don't know, whatever way, but it it just teaches you, like, good discipline, respect, and that competitive drive, like, of wanting to win, like, that was um, my mentality, and, like, I, I bring that, like, in my everyday life, like, to work, outside of work, when I'm just training on my own, like, I want to be the best, and I want to train, um, with the best people. And like, I don't know, I respect whoever wants to help me out in that journey. Like I'm always open to that and any opportunities like open my way, but it just, uh, it taught me really to have a really good mindset about life and um, just figure out like what makes me happy in that competitive drive.
0: Yes. I love that. And being around people who have the same goal as you and exactly being in the high pay fast-paced being in a fast-paced like sports it it, you can't really go down after that yeah Uh, so did
1: you ever consider being a full-time team coach um like I did and I did after college I did go back um and I helped coach my high school um Bishop Gorman High School in Vegas so I was there for a season or so but even during college I'd go back and help um, I considered it and I did a few lessons here and there and then, you know, I tried it out and you, one thing is like, you never know until you try it out, like anything you do. So you always want to gain that experience, see if you like it or not. And then I, it wasn't, it wasn't like what I wanted to do. And, you know, that's, I don't know, that's what make the, makes the world go around. There's other people that want to do it. So, um, I did try it out. I considered it, but just wasn't, wasn't my thing. And it's super fun though. Like it just, just wasn't, wasn't what I wanted to do.
0: Right. I totally get that. And the same for me. Um, Okay. So when we were in college, you had an injury every single year. So Uh what was your recovery like with all of your injuries in college?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like crazy. Oh my goodness. Um, so freshman year, it was so weird. Like Our trainer Joni was like randomly. It was, we were playing Oklahoma State midweek game, and um, my knee, I forget which one, my right knee or something, my left knee, it swelled up and it swelled up like two, three inches. And I was like, I couldn't bend it. It was, uh, it was like really weird to run on it. But I was like, well, we played it. Like, I don't know what happened. It just happened out of nowhere. And obviously, there might be some like cartilage stuff. I don't know. But it was so funny because after practice I went to the training room and then I went to the training room that morning. And like, anytime, like I get an injury, like I'm like, okay, let's doctor this baby up and let's take care of it. Like I'm always still like, I'm like, all right, I can still see, I can still move. I still want to play. Like that was my thing. I was like, let's get going. So then the next morning, um, I think that was the day we were playing Oklahoma state Joni oh my gosh our trainer was so freaking smart and she just knew what to do she did like that that KT tape that I mean it just started coming out I think when we were in college or maybe before that but everyone had their I don't know skepticism about it like does it work does it actually work so I was like put that thing on like I was like I don't care like yeah I was just like if it if my mind thinks it's working like and I feel good we're keeping it on. So she put that KTT tape on my leg, but she cut it in a way she was like studying, like doing some research. We can cut it this way to make sure it pulls this way, blah, blah, blah. So she did that. And literally, so I'm playing on it and stuff. And then the next day, my knee goes down back to normal, like out of nowhere. Like, and it was, I was like, what the heck? But um, that was freshman year. And I, oh my gosh we had a really great game we beat oklahoma state like i had a really great game like i i just ignored it in a way and i was just like i'm good to go and that's kind of how every single one of my injuries went and um i think sophomore year is when i um i got cleated so bad in the shin and i just could not stop it was like gushing blood and
0: like you mean your shark bite
1: yeah my shark bite don't (laughs) tell anyone i got a cleated shark bite my bad (laughs) <laughs> um but we were playing south florida i remember all these games so we were playing south florida and we had two outs and i was playing shortstop um cat horner freaking amazing catcher uh, missy cat you were so freaking good riley you too all my catchers love you guys and erica samson <laughs> i don't want to leave anyone out um but cat horner threw down like girls stole two outs this girl from usf stole second base and i was like oh it was like throw on the money tagged her out three outs and her cleat like came up and like got me right in the shin and i was like oh no so i mean i ended up playing on it still but i had to doctor it up and thanks my mom helped me with that um shout out to nancy for always um shout out to team doctor
0: (laughs) yeah well i just I, every time I look
1: at your shin it literally looks like the bottom of a cleat. I know it's shapes, yeah, the same shape of it and everything it takes the same yeah. shape. But um yeah, and then uh junior year, um unfortunately <laughs> Maddie and I uh we collided <laughs> at Wichita State and I got a black eye that um my left eye like swelled shut and that weekend we had a ECU series, yeah. And I was like Tony or whoever I don't even know who the athletic trainer was at that time, uh, but um, or maybe it was my sophomore year that happened. In junior years when I got cleated. I don't know. No, but sophomore year you got cleated, Junior year, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the sequence. Yeah, and then probably, and then I Melissa. We did, like, needles and dry needling in my face. We ice cut my eye. Like, I was like, don't need to open my eye? Because it's my left eye, which is the first eye that sees the ball when I up to that. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's slightly open, but still was pretty closed. And not going to lie, though, everyone said it was the prettiest black eye they've ever seen. <laughs> okay. and-
0: Say that. I actually am getting confused on if it was sophomore or junior. Wait, what? Now, now that you say that, I'm actually now confused on what years these. I know,
1: are. they happen. Like I don't know, whatever. But what? they, yeah, at ECU, and then I ended up playing, and I was too. I was super like confident. I like, it felt fine. I went. I hit a home run, a triple. I got walked that day. Like I was literally, I think I hit two home runs that day and a triple or something. It was just like nothing phased me when I got hurt, and then um and then unfortunately senior year I did break my jaw and lose two teeth oh who would ever do that to you (laughs) huh
0: who would ever do that to you
1: no one no one
0: (laughs) one would ever
1: do (laughs) that I I'm gonna beat him up (laughs) I'll just be like if you know you know (laughs) if you know you know um but uh yeah so senior year and that was just uh The week we were traveling to our first um uh first tournament to mcneese uh first opening of the season senior year and we were traveling down there and then i had to go to i lost two teeth broke my jaw like um i have like three implants seven root canals like it was it was wild but you know i have really good technology and dentists today and they you can't even tell i broke my jaw and lost my teeth but um I told the dentist, I had to go to the endodontist. I had to go and the team, the school doctor, um, like I just had to go to all of them. I'm like, hey, I was like, Coach Jay, like I could play. Please like, just let me play. Like, I know my face is all messed up. Like, and I can still move. I can still see, like, I don't have a concussion. Like, I really want to play. And he's like, okay, show like we have to talk to the doctor. So one doctor gave a yes. The second doctor gave a yes. And what was unfortunate is like the, the school doctor, um, I just wanted him to physically come see me. But all he was like, just send me a picture and I'll say yes or no. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, my dentist saw me. My endodontist saw me. Like I said, uh, can they said, yes, I can play as long as I have a face mask on. So I had to put a cage on my helmet as well. When I hit, um, I was like, whatever you need me to do to play, like I'm down, like, just tell me. But then the school doctor I guess he didn't have time to come see me but he just automatically said no. And coach Jay called me and told me that and I was like coach Jay. I was like <laughs> two doctors who visit I was like that's not fair like I I they saw me and said I was fine as long as I have my mask on and um my cage on. And he's like okay like I'll call him again. I was like that I he didn't even assess me like to see like all he saw was a picture and it looks yes, it looked bad, but, like, I can still talk and play, so then yeah. he was, like, okay, okay, like, we'll let her play, but she has to play uh, in the outfield and not third base, because senior year, I was playing third base, so I was, like, okay, if I'm in the outfield with the face mask on, um, let's do it, so that's what ended up happening, and, um, like, I crushed it, like, I just remember, I crushed it that tournament, like, yeah, it was, like, kind of crappy weather, but we all did pretty good and um just individually though I just remember I was just like I was just on fire and I have not practiced in the outfield at all and I was just like I don't know just hit the ball to me like let me play and shit so I don't know I had a lot of fun
0: yes and if anyone knows Shelby um she goes hard in everything so having that mask on even in the outfield probably was a good thing for her with with uh your your teeth being I know. I, I, up. Like it it yeah, it whoever did that to you just <laughs> I still love them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so that's a lot of injuries. Um, but uh, I it's just awesome that you were able to get through all of it and you were able to play through them and not let them phase you too much.
1: Yep. That's a, it's a, It's a mindset at the end of the yeah. day. Like, yeah. you know, you want it, you go want it. Like, it's literally today. What are you? What do you want to do? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And I remember we were really upset whenever our college softball days were over when we finished out our career in Norman. Uh, and what was the transition out of playing college softball like for you?
1: Yeah. It was, um, gosh, it's so crazy how. When you start off your freshman year and then you know the older the upperclassmen they're like you know they everyone says it like enjoy it because it's gonna go by fast but as a freshman i'm like i just got here like yeah. i still got all this time but it goes by so fast it's yeah it's crazy because that that's like your life like you work up as a kid to get that scholarship to play at that school and then it's over yeah. <laughs> and it's like Like we talked about before, like, you have all these people here, like, all right, your parents are here, you have these trainers, you have these coaches, they're going to get you that scholarship. All right, you made it to your college career. Um, You have your coaches, your trainers, everyone there, but you're slightly like, kind of like on your own there in a way, but you still have people helping you out, like a part of the college, like campus and stuff, whether it's like your sports psych, your tutors, anything so um coaches whatever and then after college you know it's that's it like you but like once you do have that degree you have a lot of doors open for you which is pretty cool to see but like once you see like your whole life was pretty much athletics no matter what sport you played and then it's pretty much done especially for girls it's super hard because that pro side is like not the best right sometimes paying and um, I guess depending what sport you play, but yeah, it, it, it's tough and it, it hits you like your last at bat, your last pitch, your last, your last play, your last game. Like, and it's just done right after that. Like, it's so crazy to even look back and think about, but um, yeah, it was tough, but um, um, it wasn't easy. And like, I still, um, I was still playing for USA baseball so i still had that to look forward to and i really um like always humbled playing for that team and that those girls on that team they ended up being like my best friends in my life like and uh that was something i looked forward to after college so um uh i was still happy about that and then um and then unfortunately in 2020 i had A really bad snowboarding accident and that left me paralyzed so then that USA baseball like all that stuff like I didn't know where my life was going so that was even that was even harder to take in I was like can I even do like what am I gonna do with my life now (laughs) but yeah so it was tough after college for sure yeah we'll get
0: into your injury your paralyzing injury um here in a minute but um I just remember like me and you both still had competitions like we were able to play sports after college softball so Mm -hmm. I feel like it was kind of hard for people to understand but like we we put our life into college softball so it was really tough for that like we spent a lot of time on
1: college softball so yeah your college career is like I like you you'll remember that and you'll miss those days so like I, I just enjoy it all like soak it in because you know you got four years there and then it's done I always look back at the memories though like always makes me laugh like I never forget how how freaking fun we had in college it was it was a great time
0: yeah so what was one of your favorite moments in in
1: college um yeah one of my favorite moments was probably um I'd say sophomore year Um, we hosted conference American, um, the American conference, uh, our sophomore year. And, um, we were not in the top seed. I think UCF or USF was, do you remember? I don't remember. I just remember
0: we were ranked third.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was between USF and UCF. I think that were the top one and two seed. And, um, (laughs) I just remember no but like it was nobody like obviously everyone who's not with Tulsa like had their doubts they're like oh no Tulsa's not but like we came together as a team like and those seniors that year like was it Caitlin Sill and all them yeah yeah I was like oh my gosh we are gonna freaking win like whatever don't listen to like all those other guys who don't like they don't think we're gonna win no we're gonna freaking win and I remember we went to one of those restaurants in Tulsa and we told our waitress we're like yeah we're hosting like conference American conference like so far we won like this game now we're here we play this game tomorrow and then we ended up we're like yeah now we're gonna like we're gonna play like championship game tomorrow like and if we win we're coming back I think we said when we win we're coming back and then she's like oh my gosh yes free dessert like all this stuff and um so game day came and, um, I remember, oh, which game was it? We played USF in the championship game, right? I, or was it UCF? I, I don't remember. That's... Yeah. Again, well, it, anyways, the, my, my favorite memory was like, it was against UCF. I'm um. I don't think it was a championship game, but I think we played USF in championship game, but we were playing UCF. And I remember um, that uh, Coach J, I, I was on third base and like Coach Jay made the, made a sub to come into that game and it was Jocelyn. And this was our walk-on who trains her butt off like every freaking day since her freshman year. She's a senior she steps up to the freaking plate, and this <laughs> ball is still going it's to this still day. going. Yeah. Yes. She sure. freaking knocked it out of the park. But, like, she was not even, like, in the game. Like, that showed, like, Jocelyn had so much, like, passion for the game and trained her butt off. Like, she was a walk-on, but she was, like, one of, like my favorite walk-ons that I will remember because she would, anytime like she would come in, she had a really great senior year and like um, like props to her. But like, I just remember cause she was like, okay, like last minute change, like in the middle, like, I don't even know what inning we were in. It was pretty late in the game, but switch made Jocelyn come up to the plate. She knocked it out of the park and like, but nobody like everyone, like a lot of people were doubting Tulsa coming in and winning that, Uh, conference tournament and um so yeah sophomore year we ended up uh winning the whole thing and oh my gosh that celebration with the team after was so fun and um we had no no one reached third base that whole tournament for us
0: like against us
1: yeah yeah against us i I, did obviously but
0: (laughs) huge momentum changer for us for the rest of our college career i would say exactly was hosting like the fact that we hosted gave us like oh yeah we have the home advantage like let's go let's win win this and then let's win the next year uh regular season and the tournament and then let's win the tournament our senior year like that was that was our
1: goal. Like, we we wanted to win so bad. Like, I felt it, like, as I got, like, when I was a junior, when I was a senior, like, everyone was just, like, that's what I respected, like, out of our team, was, like, everyone was a leader in their own way. Like, yes, as a seniors, you know, you're that leader for the team, but, like, Coach Jay, like, he didn't do captains, so, like, I thought that was cool, and, you know, we just, we're like, all right, like, everyone, just let's come together and kick some ass, and, we ended up becoming like American conference championships the next, yeah, back to back to back three times, three times in a row. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I will always
0: say that that win and that host our sophomore year was like a huge moment Yeah, in I agree. Um, different, like timing that that
1: was it. Yeah. And there's just, yeah, there's so many great memories. There's so many games I can think about like that we did so well in, like, I can go on, like, Minnesota, that was a great game, like, we beat them twice, and then, uh, regionals, Haley Minen coming up and winning the game for us, like, yeah, there's just a lot of great memories that I will never forget.
0: Yes, so many, um, so you talked about your paralyzing
1: injury, um,
0: so what is your daily life like now?
1: Yeah, so, um, 2020, February, like, was injured in a snowboarding accident and um so I have no t6 I have no function um little function of my core and my legs no function so now I took a year off um I'm very fortunate to have my mom as a PT and a women specialist so um just having that knowledge uh helped a lot and then my skincare and stuff like I have to watch that but Um, I moved up to Reno last year in January and um, I moved up here to be with high fives and the wheelchair community up here is awesome and um, with that year taking off of doing rehab uh, I, I worked for Stryker before my accident and they kept me on the team and I was super like fortunate about that and super happy like they kept me on the team and found me a new position and like this company cares for like all their employees and like it's really great when you work for an amazing company. So um shout out to Stryker. Freaking love working for Stryker. And so now I um I'm a customer success analyst for them and I look over the Pacific Northwest and um I basically I work from home and I travel a lot to my um my hospitals and that goes from Nevada, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Colorado. So those are my striker accounts and where I will travel to. But um, with work, working full time, I do balance that with CrossFit. I do that every day, like in the evenings. And um, I train at the High Fives um, uh, CRJ um, Healing Center in Truckee. Um, We have a trainer there for all the athletes, the High Fives athletes. Um, So it's really nice to have them to go to as well. And then um in the winter season, um I do train uh skiing is my top sport right now. I'd say skiing CrossFit. So um in a couple weeks I will be going to Mount Hood for my first training session with some of the Paralympic athletes and the uh USA team. So I'm really stoked about that and um really looking forward to that. And um then right now some of the high fives athletes they're in Santa Cruz right now surfing. So I, I love surfing. And, um, at the end of the year, we'll be going to Hawaii and doing a surf camp there. Um, we'll be in San Diego and California Pismo. Like there's a lot of surf comps out there that some of the, my high fives athletes, uh, my friends, they all compete in. Um, I have the CrossFit games, the adaptive CrossFit games look to look forward to. Um, currently third in the world. So I'm really happy about that. Nice. Um, Moved on to the next round and, that workout will be coming out here soon. And then um, mountain biking, it's mountain biking season. So Tahoe, I'm not going to lie. Like if you have not visited Tahoe, there is, it's beautiful. The lake, the trails, the hiking, everything you, there's so much like water sports and stuff you can do, but mountain biking. Like I, I do that um, when I have time with some of my friends and float the river and all that stuff. But Um, and then we have, I practice, we have a team up here, my first time playing hockey and I play sled hockey now, um, with some of the adaptive athletes. And we actually just got back from a tournament in Pittsburgh. That was super fun. So, um, yeah, we're the mighty fivers. So, um, sled hockey is a new sport I took up, but yeah, I'm basically staying active and, uh, that's what makes me happy. And I'm just like, uh, balancing work in my athletic life. And, um, yeah, that's what motivates me and, uh, keeps me going. So I really enjoy it. My lifestyle right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I still get to like see the USA baseball team. Um, sometimes like your team. Oh, yeah. yeah. We
1: actually, we're our Memorial day weekend for my USA team. So we have a women's league, um, uh, my some of my team they're on the New England Red Sox. Um, there's a there's a lot of women's teams uh, that compete in this tournament for Memorial Day, so I'll be flying out there this weekend um, to watch them play. And it's just really nice to just um, they always keep me a part of their baseball events and stuff, and I truly appreciate that. And um, they've had my back since my accident too. As long as like so many people have like the support I've had, so. Um, I get to see them uh, this weekend. I'm super stoked. That's awesome.
0: And so the ability to like become even more athletic after such a huge injury is just so inspiring. So um, how do you, how do you like keep yourself like ready to keep going and, and have this really busy lifestyle?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard work. Like again, like, if you want something you go and you work for it and you go and you make it happen. Mm -hmm. And, um, like that's even in college, like in sports, like you have to find that time to balance school sports and prioritize, um, prioritize your uh, things and like what, what needs to happen first and what, what you need to do to be the best and to make sure you're happy and you're taking care of yourself. And, um, I like CrossFit and like they help me like I have my own uh, like standing frame and my FES bike at my apartment um, I get stretched like I, I have to take care of my body and make sure I stretch because like I'm sitting in a chair all day and like all that but I it's not easy like not everyone can do it but it's just my mindset is like okay I gotta work this is what I want to do. I want to balance that with sports. My goal, my, my biggest goal for the next few years is to train for the 2026 winter Paralympics. And, um, I know that's going to take a lot of hard work, but I still want to continue working full time for striker. So that's like, I have to make a lot of sacrifices, but I make it work. And, um, it's yeah, again, it's not easy, but that's what I do. Like I I make sure like, you know, I call my friends like, you know, I'm happy. This is what I want to do. And yeah, so the support and everyone and surrounding yourself with good people, like I always say, positive positive people, that's that helps a lot, too.
0: Yes, if you want something, you will make it. Yep. Yes. So you're in, currently in the process of getting sponsors um Mm -hmm. like looking at getting sponsors as a paraplegic athlete so how is that different than college athletics
1: yeah college I mean basically you are your your like income and stuff is that, that scholarship like Tulsa was really expensive and so getting that athletic scholarship was basically your your uh payment basically to play for them and that's uh i mean that should be an honor and stuff and um then after college you know you're on your own like it's it's you're doing it you're making your brand you're making your name you're putting your name out there um you just gotta again you have to have the connections make the right connections and put yourself out there And I told myself, I was like, I want to get sponsored. I want to do this. Like, I want to go to the Paralympics. I want to train. I want to find a sport that I love. And that's skiing. So, um, uh, Elena Nichols, she's a six-time medalist, three-time gold medalist, and first adopted female to medal in place gold in summer and winter um, Paralympics. So, she was a basketball player and skier. So she lives up here. Her husband Roy started High Fives, but she's a big mentor for me, and she helped me get connected with a bunch of other athletes. And um, Danielle, she's a she's a blind skier in the Paralympics, and uh, she reached out to me. And this is my first sponsor, and she was like, Chubby, you're gonna be our first girl." Like this is, and they this. She started the Sisters in Sports Foundation, just getting more of the the female. Um, those female athletes included and uh, brought up to play at the highest level. So Elena reached out to her. She reached out to me. We talked for hours and she's awesome. And like, she's like, Shelby, we're going to sponsor you. Like, and she's like, this isn't a one-time, this is not a one-time thing. Like this is your whole career. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, this is awesome. So like, I really appreciated that. And like, it's, it's I'm so thankful just for when you have the great people in your life and that support, things will just start falling into place. You just have to stay like focused on what you want and then things will start happening. So that's happening this year. And um, but it is different in co- college. Like you have everything there. And then after college, doing it on your own and you're doing it on your own. Like you have your support but it's like, you're building your name for yourself now. It's not like, oh, like you, like the college team and like it, you play for Tulsa, you know, you have your marketing team that's already at Tulsa. You have this, like then like whoever's at Tulsa, like they will help you, but like, you're doing it on your own basically. And so um, I just have to keep like now training and I have like she's going to put me into the right races, get me classified. There's different things that I don't know about, but she's kind of like my, she's my mentor slash agent, but more mentor, like she's making sure, like guiding me in the right direction. And then eventually when my career's done, I take that and I pass it down to the next sister and like I sponsor an athlete. So that's how her foundation is going to work. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it definitely takes a lot more work because you are doing it on your own uh, is a
0: really huge process and like it's a lot of hard work so I'm really proud of you for getting to this point and Thanks. getting to the the ability to get sponsored and that's really really awesome and it's a lot different than college because college everything's set up for you um, at college you gotta you gotta work it's like starting over again uh, mm-hmm. finding a way to get paid and get people to mm-hmm. see- and having those right connections like a yeah. amazing
1: mm-hmm. and yeah if you're if you're that like really star athlete and caught co- like after college like and you can build that brand for you because like your college like you were freaking stud like yeah you can build that brand still continuing off of college it's just um like I didn't so I played usa like people have their own ways they can do it right. and however they want to go about it but um, it's it's just a diff. It's different for everyone, and yeah, in very good ways. So right, yes, uh,
0: exactly. So with that, what advice would you give to someone who is recently done playing a sport?
1: Yeah, recently done playing a sport. Um, you know, just you know, you be prepared. I would say, like, in however you can, because you know that day is going to be approaching. Um, this is specifically related to your college career ending, um, just be ready for that day. And like, if you prepare that year, that senior, that whole senior year, you have so much time to prepare on what you want to do after. What Do you want to continue playing sports and going pro? Do it. Do you want to like get that job, like, and all that stuff. And I know in athletics, I know that's a new thing with like NCAA. They're trying to get more, um, athletes time for internships and stuff. And I know like, it's tough as an a- student athlete, like at the D one level too, Is like, it's really hard to do an internship while you play sports in college. And, um, summers I was training with USA baseball. So I like literally had no time, but, um, just like be prepared and like, know what you want, before that day comes um, instead of, I don't know, it's just gonna happen out of nowhere and you don't know what to do. But um, use those uh, resources on your college campus and reach out to others that have been there. Like this is this is why you're starting this Once An Athlete thing, for to give advice to other people. Like, oh, there's always like someone to talk to that might have a similar story so um, just don't be afraid to reach out to other people that have gone through it. Use your resources at your college campus. And um, if you're part of the team, like you play pro, like I, I know they have resources too, but um, just don't forget to use your resources. And if you want something, like you definitely will find a way to make it happen.
0: Yes, I love that. And what, would, what advice would you give to someone who's currently playing a sport?
1: Yeah, currently playing sport, um, you know, always, always, like, team sport. I was always a part of team sport. So, like, just always um, enjoy, like, that time you have with your team. Respect your coaches, like, and respect your teammates 100%. And, like, always welcome. That's one thing. Like, always welcome every single one of your players onto the team like um whether they're like just now like starting and like this is goes from like playing sports before college during college after college like they're new to the program let's say they're they're still learning or like always be that hand to like help out and welcome everybody on the team like um it sucks when somebody's excluded and like Or is scared to talk to somebody like a like a teammate just always uh always uh, be that be that leader that like includes everyone because once you like have that good team chemistry like because at Tulsa like I just remember this like there's always drama like and stuff which sucks but like drama 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 but we had such good a solid team because everyone was a leader in their own way, and everyone had that same mindset on wanting to win. Because we knew we were a freaking badass team, and um, I saw that. And it's really nice to see that as a senior when you're underclassmen, like have that same drive. So um, yeah, it just takes that leadership and just like one person just to just to be that leader and just set like. Set a way for like the whole team just to have that chemistry because it does, um, it does show a lot and it, it helps like your team win. And you know, you guys are happy to like hang out together and like all that stuff, just and definitely, um, yeah, I don't know, I'm talking about softball a lot, but like sports, but like you have to, you have to, please time management because it was so tough for me just like college um you know use use your resources like I said your tutors they help you your sports psychologist they helped me a lot in college because I I went through so many like so many tough days like it was it was not easy but just just always I don't know set yourself for like set yourself up for um being successful don't don't slack in any way whether it's sports and in the classroom just always um always represent like your school and yourself and just uh like staying healthy and all that stuff
0: yes and me and you volunteered as mentors for current softball players at Tulsa and that was just like amazing for us as alumni to like be able to give back like that to like if you have any questions for us like shoot us a message we are so happy to help yeah um, that's that's what Shelby's talking about now is the ability to connect with the alumni who have been through it like use those resources um, talk to people who can help you
1: yeah 100
0: yeah and do you have anything else to add
1: um no I mean just you know in life I always say try hard at everything you do Um, yeah, since my accident, like I just my whole lifestyle is so different like the way I get dressed to when I get up in the morning, all that stuff. I never thought I could do it, but I try hard like at everything I do, and now I'm living independent again. So, um, it just takes a lot of work, but you know, there's this uh, guy he said, There's good days and tough days, never any bad days. Um, just keep pushing um everyone has their own things they're going through and it's a mindset i always say and you know you live for today in the moment and always always surround yourself with good positive people and have that good support around you i live by all that (laughs) love
0: it and rain cane
1: rain cane (laughs)
0: well thank you so much for being on this i really appreciate it i love your perspective i love everything that you had to say so
1: thank you you're welcome thank you for having me i'm super excited to see this grow so it's gonna be good
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once An Athlete, Facebook at Once An Athlete Crew, and find our channel on YouTube, which is linked on the header of our website, www.onceanathlete.com.